What's going down? It's Jay Hype, and you're listening to Dash Radio. That's right. Welcome back to Dash Radio. My name is DJ Hopper, the group Feeling Good. Very excited to have Jay Hype in the studio. What's good? What's going down? Man, good to have you here. Jersey City, right? Here. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, Jersey City 201. You know, that's where I'm from. Okay. Okay. Nice. You were very excited. You've got this uh, new EP on the way, your debut EP, uh, N-E-A. Yes. Not emotionally available. Yes. Tell me about this. <laughs> All right. Well, as you said, NEA, it's my first uh, debut project where it's like my all original project. Mm. And it's my little baby. It's my child. It's my uh, the project I'm the most proud of right mm. now. Uh, it, uh, it was about a year in the making before I finally released it. And really, it's just about, you know, somebody that's a young 20-something-year-old. We're in that weird in-between phase of life. <laughs> trying to, you know, we're adults, but not really adults. We right. don't really know how, what we're doing because we've never had to be this before. So it's just about that kid that's trying to get through everything. You know, we're going through everything, such as relationships, uh, yep. your your goals failing and trying to overcome that, getting to where you want to be, knowing where you want to be, but having to go through everything of getting mm. there. It's really just all what, about what's, that. what's the hardest transition right now from, from going, from being a teenager into now being an adult. The hardest transition, well, I would have to say where it's like you feel like you have to stop calling your parents for stuff because you're an adult and you want right. to make adult <laughs> decisions, but you don't know what you're doing. So you don't want to call them for every little thing like, hey, what paper towel brand should I buy anything? Because <laughs> I've never lived on my right. own before, right. but it's like, you know? Yes. So it's like little stuff like that, like uh, slowly pulling back from your parents, not relying on them so much because you need to learn how to do these things yourself. So what's your paper towel brand? What's the, what's the go-to? You know, I'm rocking with the bounty, you okay. know? Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm rocking with the bounty, you know, it, extra roll, as they say in yes. the store, you know? It's a little thick, you know, keeps I, me right for a few months. It was <laughs> crazy. I was actually, I literally went through this yesterday. I was going to the store and I had to buy paper towels. I, I, I can't even make this up. I go to the paper towel area. There's too many choices. And there's all sorts of like weird math that they're doing on the on the packaging. Like yeah. this is eight big rolls, which equals twenty yes. regular rolls. And then yes. you look at something else that's like this is sixteen medium rolls that equals thirty. It's too much. I remember I when I first started coming to LA, I was staying downtown at my my father's house, and I went to the Ralphs around the corner, and I stood for in the paper towel aisle for ten to fifteen <laughs> minutes because I was so confused. Like, wow, hey, I really it's don't confusing. know what this adulting thing is about, right. but I just can't even pick out a brand of paper towel and I'm really confused. And I was, I was, I winded up just picking whichever one I thought was the most aesthetically pleasing. Right. And then right. I just walked out that. Yeah. I was like, oh, I like this packaging. It's good. Yeah. Okay, I'm out of here. Right. It's it, it's confusing. You can sit there for a long time trying to do the math. No, Of seriously. like, what's the cost per towel? Like, what's the cost per actual towel? You know what I mean? Of like yeah. trying to figure that out. Yeah, And some sure. are better than others and you just, you don't know. You know, it's just a trial, trial and error run right now. Right. This is, the this is the trial phase, I feel like, of my adult life. Nice. Past maybe 26, I'll have it all together. But this I, is the I trial and error I'm phase I'm way past sure. there, and I don't even, like, I just had this problem yesterday. Oh, okay, I, see. You know, hey, look, we're always learning. Um, do you cook? Are you I able do to cook? cook. Okay. I'm a decent cook. I'm not going to say I'm out here about to make my own cookbook, but, you okay. know, I'm decent. I cook for my friends. I'm. You have a go-to dish? 
Uh, I used to have a go-to dish before I became a vegetarian. I was always making chicken parmesan for like my house, my sister okay. and my, my mom and everything. And you recently went vegetarian? I've been vegetarian for like a year and a half now. So now I kind of just make them like sauces and stuff. Like <laughs> barbecue sauce from scratch. I make lavaca sauce from scratch. And that's pretty much all they're getting from me at this point. Now, is there <laughs> is there anything that you're missing? Like on the, on the food a, side? I had a dream the other night that I ate some fried chicken. So maybe, you know... That's my conscience trying you, to get at me. But. And would you do it? No, no, no. I'm already a year and a half in. Right. You know, I'm going Can't. strong. There's a, I, there's not many things I would ruin my veget. I stand corrected. Lawrence's in Chicago. I would always ruin my <laughs> vegetarianism for them with no hesitation. Right. I wouldn't even think twice about it. So clearly you haven't been to Chicago in the last year. I have, but I haven't been to Lawrence's. Ah. <laughs> That's good. That's that's uh that shows, you know, that you've got strong will. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm trying. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm right. trying. I'm holding it up. I love it. Tell me All right, so tell me more about you, you mentioned this is like your baby. This is not emotionally available and in the process of of writing this record and recording this record, what were some of the big challenges that popped up for you? Well, some of the the main challenge for me was since this is the first project where it's you finally get a glimpse of to actually who I am as a person. Uh, it was very challenging for me because I, I tend to be a very private. I don't like to show my emotions. You're not emotionally available. Basically, right. like I right. really live by that. And it was very difficult for me to put my actual life and the things I'm going through into some of these songs because I was just like, oh, people are going to hear this. I don't want mm. them in my, you know. Right. So it, I, it took a lot for me to overcome. Like it's okay for people to see and hear what I'm going through because they'll be able to relate to it. And that's all I want people to do. Right. So once I overcame that, it kind of helped a lot because then when I started doing certain songs, it was like, okay, I want people to be able to listen to this while they're like driving home at night and they're reflecting. Mm. And, and it helped me better understand the songs really when I was getting into it. Cause it was like, I just wasn't writing from a random point of view. I was writing from myself mm. and from mm. things that I feel and that I think on a daily so that was really the the hardest struggle, trying to just put myself out there to the public and not, try not to be so reserved. Everybody that knows me will argue with you that I'm the most reserved yeah. friend they have. You don't seem reserved. You're like reserved, in here, like yeah. reserved in the in the sense of like my like my emotions and everything right. like that. Right, like right. I'm like not really heart. into. I'm right. always telling my friends like stop being fruity, stop being soft. Like I'm really like that. So it's like. Uh, it just took a lot for me to put it into NEA, but it's good because I want people to be re able to relate to me and say, mm -hmm. damn, I felt like that too. And, you know, just listen to my songs when they're in that mood, when they're in that vibe. How did you know that you had this ability to rap? Like, at what point did you know that, like, wow, like, I, I've i got something here? Uh, I would like to say I've always been musically inclined since I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And really, I fun fact, I didn't even want to rap at first. I wanted to be a singer. Mm -hmm. But the first song I ever wrote was in rap formation. I don't know how it just came about. So then mm -hmm. I was just like, okay, I'm just going to rap. I'm a rapper. And then I just would always rap in the hallways at school. And I was just always just always rapping. Never thought about singing again. And then I started taking it serious when I was about to, like a junior, about to be a senior. That's when I started going to the studio and actually doing things. And I didn't really start singing again until... After my first mixtape, my father gave me a lecture about not using my voice to its full potential. Ah. I, so after my first mixtape, that's when I got more into harmonizing and everything. But I really kind of been into music my whole life. It just it took me getting to a certain age to be able to be mature enough to take it serious and right. realize that this is what I'm going to do right. for the rest of my life. Yeah. yeah, that's a big decision. That's like an adult decision that you got to make. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably the most adult decision I've made. <laughs> right, right. I mean, you know, you can't figure out the paper towel thing, but you can make a decision on what career path, uh, for you sure. know? Like, that's the important stuff. Yeah, you that's know, I, some people are just born to do certain things, and I right. just feel like I was born to do something in music. 
Amazing. Amazing. Well, I think uh, the rest of the world will probably also agree here very shortly. Oh, uh, you've got a <laughs> debut EP that is coming. We've been talking about it here. Not emotionally available. N-E-A. N-E-A. Yes. We're about to play some of the songs from N-E-A. We're going to start with uh, track number two, I believe, on the Soulmates. EP. Soulmates. Yes. Tell me a little bit about this song before we play it here. Okay, so the way the name came about was I was having a talk with one of my good friends, Beldina, and we were talking about soulmates in the sense of we don't, I feel like a lot of people, especially around my age, think that you're just supposed to have one soulmate and that's who you're supposed to be with forever. Right. But I think, one, you're not required to be with your soulmate at all. You can have a soulmate in your life and not have to be with them. And I think that you have multiple soulmates, such as a creative soulmate, a work soulmate, mm. business, friend soulmate, you know, like you're just not required to marry your soulmate and I mm. feel like that's the problem a lot of people have so with us talking about that and I went to her house to work on that song I was like oh I'm just gonna call the song soulmates but it came from the my guy who made the beat Ray Lennon he played the beat for me in the, in the studio and the first thing I said was run it back ah. I said run it back and then I was like hmm run it back running back and then I just kind of just came up with everything and that's how it, it came, came about. It just came together. Yeah. I love it. We're going to talk more about soulmates and, and being not emotionally available with J-Hype. Uh, we're going to do all of that in just a moment. Stay tuned in. Here's her track off of the NEA EP coming soon here called Soulmates. Don't go anywhere. You're tuned into Dash Radio. Don't know how to explain myself 
said I wouldn't keep running back, but fuck, I wanna back, yeah. Running back. Yeah, I like the way that that ends. Thank you. I really like the way that that ends. There it is. Um, man, Soulmates. Soulmates. Right, that one. J-Hype, Soulmates, right here on Dash Radio. Uh, run it back, running back. That running was You back. said that was like the first, yeah, your first reaction back. to hearing the beat. Yes, he played the beat, and I was just like, oh, man, this is hard. Run it back. And then I was like, oh, I should probably put that in the verse. And then I turned run it back into running back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of winged the rest of it. Uh, yeah, are you? Do you work hook first? I, it really depends on the song. Um, I, my most recent technique is I'll hear the song and I'll just go straight in to try recording, and mm -hmm. I freestyle most of it to even just try to get the cadence and the flow together. Right. And then after I get that together, I start filling in the words. And sometimes I hear a song, I'm like, oh, I wanted to start off with the verse, or sometimes I want to start off with the hook. Most of the time, when I come up with the hook, it's something that I randomly freestyled, thinking it was going to go in the verse. Right. And then somebody would be like, Oh no, that's that's the hook right there. You just said it. Right. So it really just comes to me at random times. Yeah, I feel like that's a good way to go about it if you have a skill set like that is to be able to just jump in the booth and let it come out yeah as opposed to being too yeah i, I noticed when i try to actually just sit down and focus on like okay what am i going to say on the hook it i get roger's block right really 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 quick so right. i like to just let it go in and let it flow out it's more natural for me nice and it does that happen has that happened with these other records also on the ep where you heard the beat and immediately you were like, that's it. Yeah. For, I would like to say really all of them, all of them is like, I just heard them and I'm just, all right, what's the first thing that's going to come? Mm. And then I just, like the song, Why, I came up with, I think at four in the morning. I was just in the studio and I was actually supposed to be leaving. And I was like, let me just listen to like a couple well, more beats. Right, right. And I played that one and I was just like, why? What? I, oh, I bet. Let me just record it real quick before I forget. And then it's just like I just once I get one part of the song, the rest of it just starts flowing because it's like, all right, what am I going to talk about? And then that's it. I just I try to write my songs in like story mode where mm. it's, I'm not just talking about random things. It's like a specific situation that, you know. Right. Right. Tell me more on this soulmate thing of this idea of you could have multiple soulmates. Do you believe that there is. Uh, that there's the only one soulmate that would be like the love of your life. No, I don't. No. I believe that you have multiple soulmates because who could have been your soulmate at 18 might not be your soulmate when you're 28. You know, mm. you change. And as you change, the people around you should change too. And right. you, something you might have been into when you're 18 might not be what you're into at 28. So, like I said, that soulmate that you thought was gonna that you thought was the love of your life eight, at 18, really, you might outgrow them, and then you might meet somebody at 28 and get that same exact feeling. feeling but they're a different person, they're a right. different vibe. It's just you're in a different stage of life. And is there a difference between a soulmate and somebody who's like the love of your life? I feel, you know, it's funny. I actually just got asked this the other day. I feel like there isn't a difference mm. because the love of your life is your soulmate in a in a way. Mm, okay. Um, are they necessarily always the same person? Right. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure because right. some it depends who I'm talking to. Some people think that the love of your life is only one person yep. where I don't think that I really don't think that there's only one love of your life. Mm -hmm. So in, in my opinion, I think they're the same person. They're like loves, loves of your life. Yeah. yeah right. Like I, I, you don't fall in love just once. That's all right. I'm saying. Right. You fall in love multiple times in life. 
if you're lucky. Yeah, if you're lucky. <laughs> if you're lucky, you get to experience that. it multiple times, you right. know? So I, you could have been in love at 21, and then it didn't work out, and then fell in love with somebody else at 31, and everything feels okay, and you feel like that's the love of your life and everything. But that doesn't mean that person before wasn't the love of your life. It just didn't work out. And have you ever been in love? Have I ever been in love? Yeah. Of course, I'm 21. <laughs> I'd be lying if I said I wasn't. Okay, okay. Currently in love. Um, <laughs> you're going to get me in trouble on this show here, young man. <laughs> we <laughs> we got to put Jay hype on the spot sometimes, you know? We figure out how, how emotionally available you really are. I don't know. <laughs> know who's listening. You're right. getting me into some, uh, right. to some uh, controversy. <laughs> <laughs> it's debatable. You can plead the yeah, fifth. It's, you it's, can it's, play it's the debatable. Fifth. All right. All right. <laughs> Let's just leave it as that. We'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. Uh, tell me more about this song, Lines, because we're going to play this song, Lines. Right Lines. Now. Lines is personally one of my favorites off the EP. It was the last track to be added to the EP, and I made it not even thinking that it was going to go in the EP. My EP was technically already finished in my head. It had the six tracks, and that was it. And then I did Lines one morning, at one early morning. I think it might have been like 2, 3 in the morning. And Lines, I only did it because I was working on another song, and my hard drive like crapped out on me and stopped working. Oh, wow. So I was trying to make the best of a situation. I was like, let me just do something else. And I came up with Lines, and when I sent it to my dad, he was like, yeah, that's the last track for the EP. Mm. Now, now it's complete type wow. thing. Wow. So Lines is, Lines is also one of my favorite but I was also very scared about putting Lines out because Lines is one of the realest songs I would say that I've done in the fact of I was talking about like some really like serious things to myself in, in that song. Mm. And I was very nervous about putting it out to the public because I'm just like, I don't want, I don't know if I want people to know this like about me or I don't know what people are going to say when they hear it. But it just, you know, as an artist, you have to take risks and yeah. that's just what I did with Lines. But Lines is the, one of my favorite songs to what, what pushed you over that edge to say, okay, yeah, let me put this out? One, my father probably would have knocked me upside my head if I didn't. I would have taken an L if I didn't put that song out because to this day, it's a lot of people's favorite song. Mm. So if I didn't put that out into the universe, I wouldn't have gotten anything back from right. it. So that's one of the reasons, and it too is just you know, as an artist, sometimes I have to tell myself that I have to let go, and it's okay. And as a human, I have to tell myself it's okay to like feel certain things and be vulnerable and be vulnerable at times. Right. As much as I struggle with it and feel like, Ugh, like I have to let go at times, and this is just one of the times for the sake of like my art, for the sake of everything, mm. that I just felt like it was necessary to let go. I feel like that's very true in our climate today, in terms of. You know, people in general, like we all want to feel like we we know this artist or feel like we actually are getting a chance to know more about this artist beyond even the music. Yeah. Is that sometimes a difficult thing to deal with? Um, yes and no, because okay. I would like for people to know me outside of my music. Right. Um, you know, I would really like for people to get to know me, like Jay, Jay Hype, the person outside of my music, because I'm not... I would like to say I'm all about music because right. it really is my life. But, you know, I do things outside of it. And, uh, you know, as a creative, I just want to be known as that. I want to be known as just this person who does music. Uh, you know, I do other things. I do, like, phil 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 philanthropic <laughs> things. Philanthropic, yeah. yes, sorry. Yeah. Philanthropic things. I have this clothing drive that I do called Clothes and Vibes. Clothes and Vibes. Clothes and Vibes. I started okay. it back in Jersey, of course. 
And it's basically a clothing drive I try to do two to three times a month where uh, a lot of people my age associate clothing drives to just be boring. And, you uh-huh. know, I associate it to be kind of boring. Nobody just wants to go and hang out at the clothing drive. So what I did was took it and kind of gave it a party vibe where everything okay. has a theme where it's like you come and to get in, you have to either bring clothes or it's like a suggested donation of this, which all goes to the homeless shelters. And you come in and it's really a party vibe. Party vibe. I have a DJ, you know. Mm. Some, one of them I had at a brewery. One of them I had a cookout edition. And, oh, so you this know, is like, the, yeah, this is out. where you need to be. This is Yeah, the spot. basically, clothes and vibes, yeah. you know, it's, it's literally a vibe. That sort of mm-hmm. thing. And I wanted to make sure it just wasn't a boring charity event like people most, most tend to associate it with. And, and why clothes? Like, why? Because it just... It kind of worked out. I always did things with the homeless shelter growing up. I used mm-hmm. to always go and volunteer on Thanksgiving and Christmas as a kid mm-hmm. to come and just uh, help out feeding the homeless and everything. And then I was cleaning my closet, and I was like, man, I feel like I should do this in bulk. Like, I should have a lot of clothes for the homeless because I know there's a lot. Of th- Some of my friends wear things two times and then get rid of them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, why not take that and... You- turn into a positive thing where instead of maybe just throwing it out where they usually would, it's just, hey, guys, bring the clothes, and I'm going to bring you by the homeless shelter. And I bring you by the homeless shelter and a covenant house because there's a covenant house in New York that I'm really fond of because they have kids who may not, they may be foster kids or they may have not the best home situations, mm. may have kids, may just need help getting through school. Right. And I, what I like to do is I like to bring a lot of stuff to them, especially what I consider like the cool clothes. Yeah. And because I know how important it is to have the what's considered the cool wardrobe when you're in high school. Right. You, you, with social media these days, it's kind of heightened bullying a little bit. Mm-hmm. As much as uh, things some may come off as funny, uh, I just know how important it is to have the right things on or you might not have a good you know experience in school. Sure. So I try to save the best things for the Covenant House for the kids, like the Nikes and the Adidas, stuff that I know they want to go and flex with. Because right. I know how important it was for me in, in school. I've always kind of been into clothes. I got more, I would say I got more into clothes when I graduated, but going through high school, I like, you know how it is. When you get the fresh new pair yeah. of sneakers and you go yeah. to school the next day, you know, flexing on them, you know, and then you know how it is when you when you see somebody who doesn't have those resources to get the fresh new things and how people like treat them in school. So mm. I just try to do my best to help in that way. Nice. That's that's an amazing thing. Actually, um, I feel like that's such a necessary thing. And even now that you're here in LA, I don't know if you knew this, but L.A. has the largest homeless population. Oh, I didn't know. I knew the, it was large. I didn't know it was I think the in largest. the country, even in the world, I think. Really? Skid Row is the biggest oh, yeah, homeless. Oh, yeah, Skid Row. I actually just did a clothing drive here, my first clothing drive in L.A. Nice. It was powered by PacSun, and we donated it to the clo- We donated it to the L.A. Mission downtown. Amazing. And that, that was pretty good because PacSun really donated a bunch of new clothes at that. New wow. clothes and new sneakers, and I was looking through the bins there bands in there dang old like ventrile stuff like fresh stuff for the homeless for real. i right. was really happy and very very i was shocked nonetheless to be right. honest but <laughs> i was very pleased with Pakistan and I, I really appreciate them for helping out there's gonna be some way. fresh dressed homeless people for out sure. there y'all yep. go check them out skid row y'all know that jay height yeah, did right that. right you see them with the uh you know <laughs> right. what i'm saying yeah <laughs> yep. absolutely um no but you're right because what's interesting all joking aside the what when you put on something new Mm-hmm. Right. There's a certain feeling that you will get and a certain confidence then yes. that you then have. You like walk down the street head a little bit higher yes, than you would. Sure. You know, and I, that that's something that is actually the gift that's there. That's you know? exactly what it is. Yeah. I've been blessed to have confidence like beyond this world. Mm. And I feel like everybody else I feel like everybody else 
I, I would like to instill that into everybody else mm -hmm. as much as I can. Mm -hmm. So people who might not have been as fortunate to have the parents that I had come from the background that I have, where it's like this was just instilled in me, I would like to help out in the best way I can. And especially with kids that are, especially just with kids, kids right. are, are a little more receptive to help mm -hmm. than adults who may be a little more stuck in their ways. I've noticed that right. when I help out. So I really do like to put a lot of my focus into helping out the kids and nice. getting them right and getting them set for the future. Nice. Very nice. Well, I want to get into lines. We'll come back and say goodbye. Uh, but uh, I want to get into lines right here, right now on Dash Radio. Don't go anywhere. Jay Hype hanging out with us here at Dash. Here it is. Her song, Lines. Last night I had a dream that I blew my brains out Wake up and hit the weed before I get the stress out Lay back, stare at the ceiling, know my thoughts are not the best now How can I sleep when I wanna be the best out? Okay, alright Everything, everything's gonna fall in line Okay, okay, alright Everything, everything's gonna fall in line Coloring out the lines yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, alright okay, right. I can tell it's gonna be a long night Been long nights like the past six nights Don't give a fuck long as I get it right No sleep to reality is over than my dreams My girl be mad at me cause I forget to eat Tangerous say my eyes getting lower every week Everybody wanna know what's going on with me Well for starters last night I had a dream I blew my brain Chance to stress out. They back stare at the ceiling. Know my thoughts are not the best now. How can I sleep when I wanna be the best out? Okay, alright. Everything, everything's gonna fall in line. Okay, okay, alright. Everything, everything's gonna fall in line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fall in line. Universe, God is all in line. Yeah, tell myself to lose my mind. I just gotta keep. Coloring out the lines yeah, yeah. Phone on do not disturb Cause I can't let the house I get to me Niggas dying in my city Shit can get depressing man Friends is out of stressing They just don't know what to do Motivation to get on Cause when I'm on it on too Yeah Gotta keep my mind focused And I'm straight Been rocking the same shit For like a whole week straight You can say my life's a mess Or maybe I'm just that fresh Everybody wanna know What's going on in my head Well for starters last night I had a dream I blew my brains out Wake up and hit the weed Before I get a chance to stress out Lay back, stare at the ceiling Know my thoughts are not the best now How can I sleep when I wanna be the best out? Okay, alright Everything, everything's gonna fall in line Okay, okay, alright Everything, everything's gonna fall in line
Okay, okay, alright. Everything, everything's a falling out. Yeah, 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 falling out. Universe got it all out. Yeah, tell myself don't lose my mind. I just gotta keep calling out the lines, out the lines. Very nice. Uh, I love that. Universe got it all aligned. I just got to keep coloring out the yeah, lines. Tell I myself love that. don't lose my mind. I just got to keep coloring out the lines. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Man, tell me a little bit about this idea of, you know, this, uh, this concept of everything is going to work out. Everything is going to happen in due time. Because that can be tough for people to have that sort of faith. But, yeah, you know, it's... Something that I have to tell myself constantly because mm. I overthink and I always stress out. Um, I'm in that stage where since I know where I'm going to be and like I'm like just this close, it's like I'm in this like frantic, oh man, I just got to like do this, I just got to do this. And it's like sometimes I tell myself like relax, is everything's going to be good. You know, as I say in the song, everything's going to fall in line. You just got to keep coloring out the lines. You just got to keep doing what you're doing and stay mm. on it and everything's going to be okay. So it's what I tell myself when I begin to stress out about things that right. don't require stress. Now, the in this day and age, especially like as a as a writing as a rising artist, uh, you have all sorts of people that I'm sure get in your ear and you should be more like this. Yeah. You should do this. Yes. You should do this. You should do this. Blah, blah, blah. Like and this idea of ending even this EP on this song with this message that's out there. Tell me a little bit more about that. Because the I, EP doesn't end on that song. Oh, that's, not, that's not the last song. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, that's oh, not but, the, you, but you added this. Yeah. You this were saying is, this was the EP yeah, was done. Yeah, but this done. is track, I think, five. Okay. Yeah, this is track okay. five. And but now I, I now see why this needed added. to be on the, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, as a, like, like you said, if I really had a dollar for every time somebody told me you should do it this way or that way, I could really pay my rent. <laughs> Honestly, um, it's really about just sticking to your guns. Really, mm. that's, that's what I would tell other artists in my position is about sticking to your guns and knowing, listen, this is your dream and this is what you want to do. And it's okay to take advice from others, but don't necessarily let somebody try to take away from your dream. Right. Um, or because, switch it all the or way switch up. it up right. because at the end of the day this is your life and you're going to be the one that's going to be living with it so you should do it your way what makes you happy if you live keep living through others as i would say and letting other people defer your dreams or mm -hmm. change it to what they want it to be you're not living out your dream you're living out theirs you know so it's really just about sticking to your guns and realizing like you know this is what i'm gonna do and taking the like hearing the advice i'm not saying you have to like shun anybody right like hearing the advice maybe applying it if it does make sense but also keeping in mind that this is your dream so mm -hmm. always at the end of the day do what you feel is right do what's going to make you happy not something that's going to make you second guess like eh, should i really right i don't know if your heart's not in it don't do it how did you find this sound of yours this <laughs> right? I mean, did, because like there's a there's a uniqueness to what it is that you do and it's it's not something that's you know rampant out there. Like it's I wouldn't say yours. I found it. I think it more found me. Mm. To be honest, I wasn't. I would just. I was recording. I was just making music from when I made my first mixtape, and I just kept recording. And you know, from listening to all the people that I do listen to, it influenced me. And I'm just some. I just go in there and I just do my thing. I don't think twice about it. So right. I don't really think I found my sound. I think the sound found me. Really. Right. Well, keep coloring out the lines. That's, <laughs> Thank you, man. That's, that's what it's about. Um, I appreciate you being here, Jay. I we're, appreciate you for having me. We're very excited about what the future holds for you and what this EP will do. Um, let's see. Not emotionally available out everywhere soon. It's actually out now. It dropped last week. For, last 
last week Saturday, January twentieth. There it is. There so it is. So it's out can everywhere. Go and listen to it and stream it and anywhere. SoundCloud, anywhere. Spotify, Apple Music, title. Pick your flavor. There it is. Yeah. Take mm. a look at jhype.com. Okay. We got some dope stuff up there. Nice. Know? Very nice. Um, we've also put this up on my site, hopperworld.com. You can listen back to this interview. I've got links back to jhype.com as well, where you can check out all of what jhype is up to. Um, you can also find this on the podcast store after this is aired here on Dash. We've podcasted this as well, so you can find that um, everywhere that you listen to podcasts, including the iTunes podcast store or whatever that is. <laughs> um, Jay, Jay Hype, I, I appreciate you being here. I can't wait for Thanks what's for come me, for you. And uh, when you got new stuff, please make sure to bring it on by. You're now you're now local. You're now in, yeah, the, in the neighborhood. I'm, got you there for it is. sure. There it is. Getting all the exclusives. And that's how it works over here. <laughs> uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in. Reminder that we do this daily discovery every weekday right here on Discover at 2 p.m. Pacific time. We'll see all of you tomorrow. And just a reminder, uh, Music is life, and life is good. We'll see you later.